What up, fellas? Welcome to the bonus pod of the Fantasy Basketball Podcast. We made it. We made it through the bubble. A lot of people didn't think it worked, but it did. Back in April, May, and even June, this thread had a lot of thoughts and comments on that. Your boy, your favorite podcast host, has always been all for the bubble, all for saying, hey, you guys have this platform, let's use it, and let's get the king another ring. And GD, do I feel like a prophet on this one. I feel like the NBA did a fantastic job of using their voice for social justice. Um, I thought that a few of the post games, um, their interviews were just like fantastic. I think seeing the Black Lives Matter on the court and the coaches for social justice or racial equality or whatever they said is was really cool to see, even though I forgot what the actual slogan is. Um, but I think they did a great job. Also, zero positive COVID tests shows what planning and good leadership can do. So hats off to the NBA um, and hats off to my lifelong team and hats off to my favorite athlete and uh, person I respect the most in LeBron James. Well done, sir. Uh, Couldn't be happier for you. And man, you're a fucking baller. Welcome to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast with not quite a layman, not quite an expert, Pod Tom. So, this pod was all about hot takes, and you're going to be hearing a bunch of them in a row, including the winners of the DFS uh, Daily Series. I want to say thanks to Andy for doing that. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, and it was a lot more fun than I thought it would be. Enjoyed looking at it and, uh, enjoyed that like string of about four or five days that I just made cash from stacks for my lineup. So that was cool too. So Andy, why don't you tell us who's the winner? And uh, if you want to throw anything about hot chicks in there, you know, your boy's always into it. Good morning, Fantasy Brewers. Uh, It is your summer commissioner, Andy, checking in for what I would assume be the last time as your summer commissioner. Um, Finals ended on Sunday, um, and I was actually pretty disappointed to see um, the season end. Um, I think a lot of us are in agreement with that season I really didn't want to see the Lakers win, but, you know, it made a few of us happy, so good for those guys. And, yeah, you know, it was it was fun to see the bubble work and have everything come together. And, yeah, glad I was able to um, set up a little contest for all of us to track as we watched throughout the summer. Um, so to run down the final standings and our winner – um season started out I built a pretty healthy lead through the first couple of weeks um and thought I pretty much had it in the bag um but then kind of got a little lax and 
forgot to set my lineup a couple times and I actually just wasn't very good at the single game format and uh, Kyle and Stax, Chuck and Tom all proved to be better at that and I think um, had there been a couple more games or another series I, I think the outcome would have been different um, but I was able to hang on to my lead and I, I did end up winning the um, the summer DFS championship. Um, so our rundown um, points wise for our final standings. Um, honorable mention is uh, Mr. Sean Blanc. I do believe um, at least one intern should be fired um, based on your your final standings. Although. Um, you know, I was going over the points, and it, it did look like I might have missed a few couple or or dozen somewhere in there. I, I didn't come up with a final tally for you, but um, it was nice having you involved. Um, coming in in fifth place, Tom Bratt um, with 40 points, including um, back-to-back wins the, the last two um the last two contests uh, if he could have had maybe just you know if he had rooted a little bit harder for the lakers to lose a few more games i think he might have had a chance to come back at the end but um he just wanted the season to end so you know so you get what you want tom uh third place tie with 45 points um matt stacks and chuck anderson um both very good players especially once the showdown era hit they both uh, started racking up the points pretty quickly and were climbing pretty hard um last couple contests couldn't get the points they needed to fight their way up into the battle for first but a great job third place showing for those two guys second place with 51 points mr cabo smooth kyle witty uh he needed needed a big last couple nights and just didn't quite get um, the, the, the last few points that he needed. So he ended up two points out of first place, but a very fine showing, and he gets the consolation prize of uh, the Lakers win. So I'm sure he is okay with that. Um, and then your overall winner, myself, ended up having 53 points. So I was two points clear of Kyle. Um, eight points clear of third place and boy am I thankful that I ended up pulling it out because I've already spent all your money and I would have who knows where I would have had to what I would have had to do to get the money to pay out someone else so um, very glad for the victory and very glad to have the experience to run the league for you guys all right well that's it your uh, summer fantasy commission is officially retired good thing you got golf buddy that should make retirement a little bit easier. Okay, hot take. Hot take one here. Um, I think that LeBron James taking the ass-filled lineup of the 2007 Cleveland Cavaliers to the NBA Finals is more impressive than either of Kevin Durant's two rings with the Golden State Warriors. Sean will probably send some fucking Deadspin article about it. But, uh, hey, man, save it for the pod. Uh, the pod would like to thank um, 
Mr. No Pattern, Chuck Anderson, for all his great content for the year. And let's just finish, uh, let's let's uh, have his last one for the year just be a good segment. So may I introduce you to Chuck's Good Segment. What is the difference between a nasty-ass old bus stop and a lobster with breast implants? You give up? Well, one is a crusty bus station, and the other is a busty crustacean. (laughs) Hey, guys. Um, Tom asked me to put together a little ditty for for you all as we head into the off season and uh well the off season is time for reflection radio guy thought about showing up and just didn't really decide uh, it was appropriate i was taking a little break Uh, it's too beautiful outside right now to to do nine lines of cocaine and pop a handful of melatonin eight tylenol four bangs um, and an entire bottle of fish oil pills which is too nice out for that right now so we're going to keep things tranquil and just kind of more on the peaceful side uh, as we head into this uh, long period of time with no basketball it's so sad um but what what can you do? You know, we should really be going into our new season right now, and we're ending uh, so late. Everything just feels off. But um, you know, you you play the hand you're dealt. My favorite Bible verse, and you can't always get what you want. Romans five twelve. Okay, a man wakes up from surgery. Wow, it is. Let the wind die down here. Let the wind die down for a moment. All right. God fucking damn it. Jesus. Fucking wind. Stop. All right, sorry. Man wakes up from a car accident and cries, Doctor, I can't feel my legs. And the doctor replies, Oh, that's because I had to amputate your arms. <laughs> All right. Um, hmm, what else? What else? Andy's going to be recording a horny segment, the new segment. Uh, that's some of the rumors going around. It's, Andy's Horny Corner. Be looking forward to that. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's any other league gossip. The page six of Fantasy Brewing Co. Um, hmm. Uh, 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 I don't know. All right, well, look, I got a few more jokes. All right, so I hope that, you know, I hope these brighten your day, give you something to 
chuckle about. Maybe you'll remember them and share them with your uh, family at Thanksgiving or on the dinner table or over Zoom or however you're doing it. A house party with your Chuck Anderson Lakers background. Um, and you can say, not only do I know the guy who made this background, but I know the guy who found this joke on Reddit and then told it to me on my podcast basketball fantasy basketball podcast so he's fucking loser um all right well two men are on opposite sides of the river and one man shouts to the other hey how do i get to the other side of the river and the second man shouts back you are on the other side of the river It's, it's like, no, no. all right, I quit my job at the helium, helium bottling plant because I refused to be spoken to in that tone. Um, okay. Let me see. Um, all right. Going to just read this one. Haven't read it yet. I'm just going to, we're going to hear it for the first time together and we'll see how this goes. Okay. A family is driving along when a huge dildo falls off the back of a truck in front of them and bounces off their windscreen. Oh my goodness, the mother says. Did you see that bug? While the parents are talking, trying to avoid an awkward conversation with the kids in the back, they say, wow, that bug was huge, wasn't it, kids? The dad asks, what a huge bug, huh? I know, the son replies. I'm surprised it can fly with such a big dick. (laughs) All right, that was actually pretty good. All right, well, I'm going to leave it on a high note. See you guys. Well, you have a good uh, off-season, buddy. See you at some point in, you know, whenever the season comes back. Late 2020, early 2021. Uh, but hey, Kyle, um, let's tell the league about our little thing we did, which was every morning during the championship run, we would send each other cute little texts just talking about how great the day was whispering sweet nothings and talking about how lucky we were to witness greatness. And Kyle had a hot take that may or may not relate to that. So uh, you're up, bud. Hot take? Hot motherfucking take? First was not a hot take. LeBron's the GOAT. It's a wrap. It's done. Shut up with the MJ bullshit. LeBron's the GOAT. Statistically, off the court, championships, Jordan has more, but that's not a good argument because LeBron's got four with three different teams. Fuck yeah, baby. We'll have four. Don't want to jinx them. Knock on wood. The GOAT, motherfucker. Hell yeah. Not a hot take. It's a cold take because it's a rap. It's a motherfucking rap. Second hot take, which this one is a hot take because all you bitches are going to disagree. Taylor Ham is nasty. All right, Taylor Ham is fucking nasty. Jersey bullshit, Taylor Ham. Sorry, Burden. I love you. You're an incredible addition to the league. New Jersey's fine. I've been there a couple times. It's a nice place. It's a nice place, but Taylor Ham is nasty. So, yeah, hot take. Love it. Thanks, bud. Love those hot takes. Got one of my, got one of my own here. Hot take two. I think uh, Balmer might just be a really shitty owner, and I think he deserves much more of the blame for the Clippers than anyone would give him credit for. Uh, I didn't really look in that much 
into who he was until like after the season. But the trade to get Paul George was fucking awful, right? They gave up so much for a guy on a short contract. We knew that at the time. But also, if you think about Microsoft, they just perpetually went down in the stuff that was cool. The things that they came out with were sort of cheaper versions of stuff. And where they, you know, for a while in like maybe the early to mid 2000s had a chance, especially with Microsoft Word and some of the home computers, they could have potentially been on the forefront of technology. They just kept losing and losing and losing to Apple. Who was at the helm? Balmer. Okay, he buys the shittier of the L.A. teams. He goes all in on the shittier of the stars. But he's also, like if you read reports on him, he's so confident and so fire that he just trusts himself every time. Well, look at the Microsoft products. They're ass. Perhaps Balmer, as an owner, is just quite simply ass. I mean, they performed terribly. We got to see it, and it was all just hype at the beginning. And people talk about him being brilliant, but really? I mean, yeah, he's rich. Microsoft is, you know, a big company, but would you rather, I mean, who, who here instead of a MacBook is buying a Microsoft computer? How many of us instead of an iPhone have the Microsoft phone? I think uh, Balmer might just be an ass owner and uh, as a lifelong Laker fan, although I definitely think, uh, you know, Donald Sterling was ass. I don't think Bulmer's uh, going to be a better owner. Anyway, move the clips to Seattle. Now that it's the off season, we're going to have like have to figure out stuff to talk about, and um, many of us here are in relationships, so we can't really talk about you know hot chicks and stuff. But one guy can. So Andy, who's your fantasy hot chick team? All right, Fantasy Brewers. Um, I guess as a league single guy, I it's been deemed appropriate for me to talk about my um, some of the players on my sexual fantasy team. Um, so uh, I think by Tom recording and playing this, it essentially rules out any chances for political office I may have in the future. Uh, so that 2040 Wilder Lohan uh, presidential ticket probably isn't going to happen. Um, to any uh, potential women out there who may hear this, um, I do apologize. Um, if you happen to be the woman who I'm talking about on the podcast, um, feel free to holler at your boy. Uh, so... This was brought on by um, the talk about Lindsay Lohan. So we'll start with um, where she would fall on my uh, fantasy team. Um, she was she's going to be probably that that player um, that believe it or not gets bounced around a lot on waivers. Um, probably gets picked up by most everybody in the league. Um, you know you're you're sitting there. You've got a tough matchup, and and you're wondering, hey, you know, 
if I get um, peak photo shoot Lindsay Lohan, um, could be good for me. Um, if I get uh, out on the town heavy on cocaine, Lindsay Lohan, probably not going to do so well for you. So um, think of it as like your uh, your J.J. Hickson or your, uh, your primetime Nick Young uh, for your fantasy team. So... Yeah, I mean, game starts, and you're, you don't know what you're going to get, um, but you're hoping when you wake up in the morning um, it's, not the, uh, it's not the tabloid photo mascara running um, Lindsay Lohan. But no matter what she gives me on, an, on a waiver pickup, I'm probably still going to go back to the well at some point in the season. So, um, yeah, she'd probably be about the, you know, 8 through 10 person on the fantasy team. Um, and then to address the, uh, what was it, the Pamela Anderson, Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, Alicia Silverstone, oh, Drew Barrymore, um, that conversation from the 90s. Um, I've never really been a Bonds dude, so um, Jennifer Love Hewitt beats out the other three. Um, out of the other three, I think we can all agree Pamela Anderson's going to um, going to be the uh, highest ranked fantasy player on the on the team, um, but we're probably passing on all three due to uh, the blonde thing. Um, and if we're going to talk about Jennifer Love Hewitt, I'd like to compare her to um, another um, solid fantasy play um, that has been a pretty positive and personal thing in my life, and that's uh, Mr. David Lee. Um, back in their heyday, which was about the same time period. Um, they were both great plays for your fantasy team, solid threes or fours. You know, you weren't dropping them for any reason. Definitely always consistent. You knew what you were getting. Um, Downside-wise, you probably weren't getting anything too spicy. Um, you know, she, she, she never really went for the, the real crazy roles. She stuck to what she was good at, which was, you know, kind of mid-level tv shows where she was the she was the one you know carrying the show or the movie but uh you know wasn't really taking it up to the superstar level my, my man david lee same thing you know he was a double double machine but you know never really got to that superstar level was kind of always second or third banana on the on the fantasy team so um yeah i think that's that's kind of how jlh would have matched up would have would be on my my fantasy team as well um not sure if um if that you know answers the question for you guys um but yeah that's the the first segment i didn't really want to throw out the whole fantasy team because honestly i haven't had done enough research here got a whole lot of uh internet perusing to do before i uh fill out the full team but that's the start so um yeah, fantasy uh, brewers single guy. Thanks, Andy. For the final hot take of the pod, I'm just going to quickly speak on the Jordan LeBron thing. And if you take this, okay, one thing that I just want to point out is that LeBron, the LeBron Jordan debate has been going on for like six years. Think how fucking good you have to be. That in your 11th year of the league, 
people are wondering if you're the best ever. Okay, that's pretty fucking cool. And Sean, I just have one question for you on this. So usually when people start this debate, they're they're talking about it from the elevated point of Jordan being the GOAT. And then you have to start listing all of LeBron's credentials. His being, you know, most points in the playoffs, third highest in points all time, the four rings on four championships, the four MVPs that could easily be eight. And then you go through, like, all of this stuff. And, Sean, my question back to you would be this. If LeBron is a starting point and you had to make the case that Jordan was better than him, how would you possibly do it? I think when you frame it that way, there's the king. Love you guys. End of the bonus pod. End of the season. And for the last time ever, you'll hear these two songs as the finale. So I'm going to run them both and then uh, put out the challenge to you motherfuckers to come up with something for next season that includes New John. Mwah. NBA, it's no balls association NBA, yeah we got the power ranking NBA, it's GR Fantasy B-Ball NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw NBA, it's no balls association NBA, yeah we got the power ranking NBA, it's GR Fantasy B-Ball NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw Fantasy Brewing Company Fantasy Brewing Company bitch. Christian the best comish. John he a total bitch. Just kidding he the best. Yeah that's right I'm the goat. Dandy yeah. fine but he takes way too long to vote. Yeah. Doug Kyle what a rookie yeah. year he having. Pop yeah. Tom at risk of unraveling. I'm focused, Andy man. were you a boy time to step your game up. <laughs> Kyle Witty needs new wraps and JB sends links. Yeah. Lunch. Stacks are trivia got an Adam smoke say blunt. Dewey saves his money up now. Time to wrap this up. Fantasy Brewing Company. Fantasy Brewing Company. Brr.